Welcome into From the Nosebleeds. You know, now that I think about it, we probably should have done a Bowling for Soup song. Yeah, because we're both wearing the same shirt. Yeah. Pat and I are both wearing the same shirt that I got in the mail last night. When did you get yours? Today. Vince, what's going on, man? Do you what? like our Where shirts? Where did you go? What is it? With the I didn't get the memo on the shirts. So, Bowling for Soup. Well, you don't soup. like Bowling for Soup. Yes, put I do. Out, oh, they, right, right. I've listened related. to one of their albums, and they, I like it. They put <laughs> out a tweet, attention. and they said, you know, we have a mass exodus or some shit, like a big sale, and Pat sent it to me. And I was like, I got to buy these shirts. But I could only find the blue one. Pat got a yellow one mm-hmm. and a blue one. And we, I guess we didn't, we didn't communicate today <laughs> on what we were wearing. We usually do, no, we like, won't. constantly. And uh, we I didn't do that today. I ignoring you most of the day today. Why? Because I had a job interview. <laughs> you had a job interview? Yeah. Oh, you lost your... T- <laughs> this guy buys no. a house. <laughs> no, I didn't lose Immediately loses his job. <laughs> Wait, what is this job for? A promotion? No, no. Oh. It's for a different job. How much more money? Is it, is it substantially more money? Because that's the only way I Can't would take talk one. About it. Can't, all right, all right, we're in that phase <laughs> right now. All right, what we can talk about is firing Rob Thompson. <laughs> and, um, Promoting listen, Reese Hoskins. Listen, the Talking 215 guys, um, listen, Jake, at least, is a, criti- a critic, a critical guy. I, I don't want to use that word because it's like kind of like... There's a negative connotation. There's a there. very negative connotation. No, he hates Rob. It's still Philly Rob, yeah. though. But you have been critical of his moves all season. Yeah, I mean, today is probably the first game that they've had the the correct lineup back to back nights. That's great. And that, uh, what, what do you mean by that? Like uh, Marsh is have in your the lineup? not have your best nine players playing regardless of who's on the mound. I agree with that. Just have your best nine playing. I, I look at that lineup sometimes, and I see Cody Clemens, and although he's played well, I'm like, uh, is that like a National League, you know, team? I'm not against Clemens. I mean, lineup. the guy's I know incredible like he, glove. He's been fine defensively. He's been okay offensively, but it's like, give me Paul Goldschmidt, man. I want Paul Goldschmidt so bad. I, we need to we need to talk because since the last time we've convened on this podcast, there was a lot of uh, Twitter shit involving some of the normal suspects. But um, in the alley, basically, basically, who listens? By the way, because he called us out. He was like, "Yeah, well, that last episode, Reese Hoskins' manager, you called me out. You called me a, a bootlicker." I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> Uh, we need to talk about the people. <laughs> Thanks that for listening, though. Yeah, <laughs> ever since uh, Joe Giglio had that tweet where he, or not tweet, he said on the air that like and tweet it, and tweet, he just did flo- multiple things. He with it. floated <laughs> the idea. Uh, don't get me wrong, because this is what you have to preface it with. Because I've realized, and again, I'm I'm on Philly's Reddit, Philly's Twitter, all these people, and these people, the idea is invalidated as soon as you mention Joe Giglio's name. Yeah, I don't like him. Joe I don't think Giglio. he has the greatest points. Well, he was a guest on uh, Underdog Sports. He's right. Yes, I know. And but he was very gracious I'm still allowed to be, time. I'm still allowed to be critical of his takes. Sure. He's a, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. No. But I like, think he's a bad guy. When you, when you name, bad. as soon as you mention his name, people are like, oh, never mind, that take is invalid. Yeah. But like a broken clock can be right twice a day. And he was right twice that day. So we, he said it twice. Here was one of the first tweets that me, you, and our group chat saw that we started getting on this wave of people are psychos. Right. This is quote. An aspect of for tra- an aspect of trading for Paul Goldschmidt that Phillies fans aren't accounting for is how it would affect the clubhouse. Imagine Reese in there with a guy who was essentially his replacement, and how that would make him and the other guys feel. Now, Vince, I want you to I pause. imagine not good. I want you to pause real quick, and I want the listening audience to pause real quick and reflect on what he just said. Imagine <laughs> getting the defending National League Most Valuable Player to come in here at the All Star break and give this lineup a boost, and Reese Hoskins' feelings. Are hurt by it. So you, you have right. to think about this. So like, I get the. I, I don't. I, I get it. the pushback on like, oh, they'd have to give up too much for Paul Goldschmidt. Whatever. We don't know that. That's if they did, then yeah, don't do the trade. But these people on Twitter, their reason for not wanting the trade is because it would quote feelings. hurt Reese Hoskins' feelings. And a lot of them were like, oh, it would kill the vibe in the locker room. And I said this to you on Twitter, and you said it was very true. If this locker room's vibes would be killed by acquiring the reigning NL MVP this team was never going to and doesn't deserve to win anything. And here's the thing with the Reese Hoskins thing. First of all, he sucks. For all like intense, <laughs> he's purposes, done here probably. No, yes. but like it's over. They're going to give him a contract just because he got hurt in spring training. I firmly believe they'll give him a one-year deal. Uh, but that, that like forget about that for a second. Reese Hoskins has never demonstrated to me that he would be upset 
that a winning right. player would come in here and pretty much like take over the also, position that he plays. Even take I don't think take, I don't get Carson Wentz vibes from Reese take Hoskins. Reese Hoskins out of that equation because you have these people saying the locker room will be upset. Dude, these are guys that understand this is a business and they want to win. Imagine being heated. That Paul Goldschmidt <laughs> walked in. Like, I, I can only imagine the fucking this. MVP. I, I can imagine oh, this. Cody Clemens would be pissed. Yo, Dave Dombrowski <laughs> walks in. Hey, guys. Um, did not uh, mention anything to the press yet. It's going to leak, get leaked out soon. But uh, just want to let you guys know, we acquired Paul Goldschmidt. And listen, let, let's go defend this uh, National League title. Let's try to catch the Braves. Roger, Fuck you! Roger like, Clemens would assassinate Dave Dombrowski. Yeah, like Reese Hoskins. <laughs> what would he do? Like stand up and, and kill himself right in front of Dave Dombrowski? And, like, Hopefully. Like I mean, commit murder-suicide? Like, I don't think he would do that. We all trust Howie Roseman, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. He's earned our trust well, and Vince everything. Well, Vince doesn't. But we just yeah. saw this <laughs> yeah. essentially happen this year with he came out afterwards, and he said publicly... They did not want to initiate any kind of extension talk with anybody in the locker room, knowing they had 24 unrestricted free agents because right. they didn't want to upset anybody. Yeah, exactly. This is like, it's different, but it's the same. Yeah. Like, they don't want to upset anybody. Yeah, but like, who's getting upset by Paul Goldschmidt? Who? Like, who? You know what I mean? Like, little, I, I, little I, baby cucks? I, I, I guess. Dude, like, like, Christian Pache is going to like request <laughs> a trade? Like, Dude, I, I was getting into it with people. I had one guy tell me. This is a vibes team more than anything. What does that mean? Vibes don't win. Pe- you know who won the pennant last year? Our four, our almost billion dollar fucking payroll. Yeah. That's the fourth highest in the MLB. And Matt that's Bureau. what won game the pennant. And, that's what wins games. And dancing on my own. The vibes. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> right, but like the vibes is in like oh point. we're adding <laughs> Gold, Paul Goldschmidt and the vibes are gonna be ruined. Get the no, fuck out of here. No, man. Well, he doesn't know the song yet. Yeah. To, as soon as he learns the, the song, song, the vibes will be. Back. I don't want to be exactly. a. I want to want to be a vibes team. I want to be a wins baseball game. I'll, I'll tell you team. who's a vibes team. Because the Houston Astros are like a wins baseball team. I'll tell you who's a current like legit vibes only team right now is Miami. I think they're a vibes team. I think Cincinnati's sure. a vibes team. Um, you just can't claim to be a vibes team when you were the fourth highest payroll in the MLB. No, no, no. The Phillies should be a, a win games a team, win games now team. No matter if they play songs after they win or not. I mean, like exactly. Trey Turner is hitting two forty seven. He's been an absolute disaster for them this season. I don't care that he's gone through like some decent streaks of hitting the ball well. Um, he's killing this team. Uh, offensively, last night was an absolute disaster. We touched on Rob Thompson earlier. Um, I, I listen. John Kincaid went on the radio this morning and said, "I don't believe Thompson is making these calls. I believe an analytic department is making these calls for available relievers, non-available relievers." But last night, it was almost to the point of like this is like blasphemous uh, to the game of baseball. the The way he handled that bullpen was a disaster. I know they didn't hit with runners on the entire night, like. They got on base, had eight, nine hits against Strider, which you have to win those games at home that you actually hit Spencer Strider. Ranger Suarez, by the way, phenomenal. Unbelievable. Yeah, dude, it's really cool that like he's kind of emerging as like a true number two guy but as let, Aaron Nola kind of falls off but, a cliff but let me get back. let me get back to the reliever thing. You In a one-run game, you're going to go with Jeff Hoffman, who I'm pretty sure worked at Wawa a couple weeks ago. Dude, the crazy thing is... like. And I, I just I, I don't understand it. If it is an analytics department, Jake and I were talking earlier about it. Rob Thompson needs to grow I some don't balls even blame, and say, no. I don't even blame Hoffman. Though. I'm putting... Like, no, I, I do. I felt bad for He should Hoffman. have never been put in that spot. I actually felt horrible Also, for what, are you, what are they doing pitching new Acuna there? Yep. What oh, are, wow. what, you had first base open. Next, you, next batter grounds out. You do yeah. not... Fucking, that inning would have been over. You don't pitch to Acuna there. And he's like one of... Th- like the three best players in the MLB right now, like he's good, right? He's nah. he's okay. Acuna, nah. he, he's pretty decent. He just looks I, good. I no, mean, but dude, like for real, what are they thinking? Don't Acuna, pitch there. Uh, according to a guy that I was sitting with a couple years ago at a Phillies game, <laughs> he said Acuna Matata. It means you suck. Well, yeah. So I, I mean, was there with you. That was a great time. Oh, were you there? I was. Yeah. I must that was been. opening opening I night. I must have been absolutely obliterated to the point of Probably. no return. Anyway, uh, yeah. How do you remember the guy saying it? Because he was. Fat. It was very memorable. <laughs> hey, it was memorable. Yeah, the guy kept you, saying you don't it. pitch to Acuna <laughs> there. That's just stupid. No, I agree. And then like, and like, JT made a phenomenal base running. Uh, you know, blunder. <laughs> that that guy's a fucking idiot too. By the like, dude, you're better than that. I know he was safe. Having a guy. Having, by the way, he was listen, safe. Can we be honest though? What in that situation? There's not much of a difference having a guy at second. You want your fucking guys on base, dude. It was like a two run lead. Like, yeah. Eh. 
There was there was no need for you that. Did, you didn't have to get into scoring position. I'm, right I'm not trying to be like you know people are like oh steals are important and they very much are but like in that exact situation like you didn't need that. I mean Esturi or whatever the hell his name is Ruiz on Oakland has like 50 steals and nobody cares. Th- that steal Acuna had speaking of him was very funny where he just kind of walked to third because yeah, yeah. whoever Nobody's I forget looking. yeah no one was looking. But wasn't that defensive indifference or was that a stolen base? I mean they they called the what was it the Marsh steal. Infen- that, uh, that was defensive indifference. Yeah. Well, he wasn't. Well, there's no held. difference. Like, well, he uh, wasn't being held at all. Yeah. Well, so. essentially, neither was Acuna. They a- just and actually they didn't good, do it because good to choice. see. Good to see Marsh getting three hits. That's my guy. Last night, I know he's been struggling mightily. My guy, leave him in there. He's been bad. I love him in the nine hole. Horrible. But I, it was good to see him uh, break out of the slump a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He was halfway to the cycle in the sixth inning, and Kruk was like, oh. "Oh, I love that." Yeah. Kruk was like, "Yeah, I think he's going to get it." Oh wait, did you see what Kruk drew on the uh, screen last night too? Did he, he draw? You. Did he, he so draw a they dick? Were, they were showing Reese that he drew. We miss you on the screen. Oh, Crook! No, <laughs> Crooky, are you fucking? Crook's he part loves of the, Reese. Oh my god, I know. But he's part of cold. good body of mine keeps saying Crook's lost his fastball. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's lost. Yeah, it. he's gone. What? Uh, never mind. I don't even want to bring it. No, up. bring it up. Bring it up. I was gonna say what? Safe like, space. Uh, let's assume, and I know this is a big assumption because you just said he's gonna get a contract. Let's assume Reese Hoskins' Phillies career ends here. What does his career like? God forbid. Like, do you think that he has a good career once he leaves here? Like, what? I think. What no. does he go on to be? Well, first of all, he's going to continue to do the same for the next two or three years, and then he's going to regress horribly. Like, does a team bring him in as a DH because he yeah, is a I, fucking butcher? I think he's field. got DH written all over him. hundred percent. I, I think he's got potential All Star DH. Yeah, he can't play a single position defensively in Major League All Star DH. Meaning, like, you're going to hit two twenty with forty homers. You no, know I, what I mean? Like. I don't know. I, I just don't see him ever improving his batting average, ever. I did like the idea. He's though, just too of, hot and cold. I like the idea of having him DH when Bryce can go back in the field next year. And if you if you do get Arenado, I mean that would be a pretty solid Goldschmidt. Lineup. I mean, I would take Arenado. Or, yeah, yeah, Goldie. You'd, I mean, you'd, it would also be nice to get Schwarber at DH. Oh my gosh, I've never yeah. seen a guy sprint flat-footed. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's kind of like. I'm not saying he's fat, but he's kind of... He's big bone. We call him on... He's kind of hefty. On Talking to him Five, we call him Fred Flintstone. I, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Dude, I was cracking up at, around. at your one tweet the other night. You're like... Fred Flintstone just barreling around the bases, <laughs> and it's like, dude, yeah, that's. You only much can watch it. it. Like every time, with balls the sound hit effects out to too. La- oh yeah, every <laughs> time. A speaking ball's of Schwarber, field, how much Fred Flintstone? How much is Wawa paying this guy? <laughs> a lot. Probably. I mean, dude. That's speaking a, of Wawa, he can I is say this Wawa. Real quick, we, like jersey patch advertisements became a big thing again in Philly after Flyers showed their new jerseys, which nobody's talking Flyers. Which, by cares. the way, you have to squint to see the difference. Yeah, I mean it's but the jersey, it's minimal, but I the like the advertisement's them. terrible because blue on like it looks terrible. I agree. Can we agree the only jersey advertisement that would po- probably make the jersey actually cooler would be a single red Wawa goose on the sleeve of a Phillies jersey? I, I would like that. Would that not be sick? That would be. Crazy. I, I think be it cool. would be awesome, like, and it would be so fitting. Yeah, no, Jake, I think, I, I think you should call PR. I, I th- I'm telling you, I, I, I tweeted it and I got like two retweets. I mean, which is a big deal for talking to a five. dude. My- but I was like, this should be huge. My, like, this is such a good idea. I never, I didn't, I didn't, I know this is such a minuscule topic. I didn't hate the look of the StubHub uh, patch on the Sixers jerseys, but I fucking despise the Crypto.com oh my thing. God. See, the, the Crypto.com one looks cooler, but it, it's it, just it horrible. It's just yeah. a I horrible. Thought, I thought the StubHub one No, the StubHub one was horrible. I don't, really? I, don't, I, hate, one I, hate, I hate all jersey average. Like, yeah. I don't mind the Oklahoma City. You're making Billions. The Oklahoma City Thunder have the if they still have the same one I'm thinking of it's the worst one. I feel oh, like the Met, the Mets one's bad. Yeah, that yeah, you're, no, you're right. I hate the Braves the ADT ones too. security, the massive. Oh, oh the, the Braves. Quick, the, yeah, the, the quick, yellow one. Yeah, that looks, looks fucking horrible. Yeah, that one in the Mets massive. Like, you should eight by eight square. OKC yeah. have like a, a red heart. Yeah. I well, also that's <laughs> that's for Demar Hamlin. I've always kind of liked uh, the Clippers one with Bumble. Bumble. Actually, that's kind of funny. That's hilarious funny. that Bumble was their sponsor. <laughs> you know what we need to get? We need to get like Brazzers, like like some major <laughs> league team needs no, to get like the hot. They, they supply, we supplied all the lube for the light poles. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, it was, it, it was, those, a, it was porn like a porn convention esque thing. Yeah, they supplied but, gallon ju- like containers. Yeah. Of lube. wherever Zion goes, that's that's <laughs> oh, the Brazzers. Yeah. That's the Brazzers sponsorship. Get a, get a Pornhub logo on there. Uh, I, I, uh, I don't. There's know. a. I don't know. At, at my work, I, I there's a Wawa right next door to the factory I work. You work at Luther. No, uh, the warehouse, <laughs> and um, I constantly see every day parked in the same parking lot a a jeep with uh the the back of it is the big Pornhub thing, and I'm like, I wonder what that person's like all about. That probably porn. 
They probably, probably or they no, like I think work they just with enjoy, them or something. No, I think they just enjoy it. Do you, you know what freaks me out though? And you know, I guess I've been known to be horny. Here, no, just has a car. Uh, just here, a little bit here and there, but uh, <laughs> here <laughs> and there, but uh, everywhere, yeah, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> especially Target. But people, <laughs> people like who wear like <laughs> porn up T-shirts in public, just it's like sick. walking down the street. Just to be edgy. I would do that to hurt. I don't think it's to be edgy. I think it's just like you know how like a we, true love of the game. No, like we love the Phillies. <laughs> yeah, they and just the Sixers, love Pornhub, and we'll wear like our Sixers shit. Like down, they're just fans. Like you know what I mean. Like somebody will stop. A Riley be like, Reed jersey. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say a Pornhub jersey with the name on the with back. The name on the back. You yeah. got the you got the Chinese symbols going down the back. <laughs> Yo, Did you guys see that? Like you know what that means? It means like when life gives you lemons. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Like that's so that's so cool. <laughs> Our um, our so buddy, cool. you gotta hang that, that her jersey be hung up in the rafter. Our oh, buddy, our buddy actually hang ran in every man's house in the entire <laughs> United States. A friend of ours actually ran into a porn star at the airport. Yeah, Lauren recently. Phillips. Yeah, Lauren Phillips. My, I never my buddy heard Evan. Of her. He had never heard of her, and he was behind her, and was just like, "I wish I she was, was just spilling her. out of her." I'm shirt, gonna have obviously. to Google. Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, this." Don't has you don't know, know Lauren Phillips? I, uh, I, I'm I better. Know, with, I'm better with faces than names. Is she a milf? Yes. Or, oh, she's a milf. I'm definitely. probably very familiar with her. No, uh, hide this stuff out. Right. Uh, save it. Save it for yeah, the I green know her. screen. Yeah. You know her? <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm, I'm familiar. The so funniest familiar part was uh, he sent the uh, the link to her Instagram in our group chat, and me and Chris immediately were like, oh, Lauren Phillips. But what? But was <laughs> it, wait, wasn't he just like, all right, this lady has to be yeah, a yeah, star? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, so the reason he found out who she was was because he, he, so he was flying to Florida. He got down to Florida, went on the hub, and the first video that came up was, was her. her. No <laughs> shit. Yo, I, what are you doing Listen, for work? I, I, I'm not going to say you guys, because clearly you guys aren't doing this, but my favorite thing is when guys, like, pretend like they don't know, like, porn star names, or, oh, like, they're like, oh, yeah, I don't, like, like yes to fuck you, no, don't lie. I, I There's no be, need to lie. I will be honest with you. We're I, all we're all doing no, the same thing here. In all seriousness, I know, like, a few, like, I know you're run-of-the-mill, like, everybody knows this porn oh, I know, like, all Like, all Alexis, them. Texas, like, I'm very familiar with. Yeah, because you see her on the billboard for Delilah. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm yeah. familiar with, like, some of, some of, like, the MILF, you know, actresses. Yeah, <laughs> However, I'm I'm a big fan of like the amateur uh, content. Like yeah, you know what is. I mean? It's, it's more realistic. You're an only like, fan. I don't guy. want. Yeah. Like exactly. I don't want to support see, small support business. I, I don't support small see, business. What's wow. your OnlyFans bill every month? Um, I don't have an OnlyFans account, sure. but uh-huh. I'm, sure. I'm not he's against a, it. He's a fans guy. <laughs> I'm not against oh, yeah. it. It depends on how much. I heard they charge like astronomical I prices. I don't know. So I don't know. I wouldn't pay for that just because it's I'm readily. Like you would. It's readily available. Based on your past history of paying for things, I I'm feel a like you would. Conservative. <laughs> I don't pay for that. Speaking of paying for things, me and O'Leary got shit faced the other night, and <laughs> I wanted to go to the strip club so bad, and he bitched out, and so did Jimmy. It Cassidy. was it was six thirty in the morning. Did you, <laughs> you believe? Would you believe me if I if I told you I've never been to a strip club? Well, you're coming with us, buddy. I've only ever been. To, I've only ever been to the one in the Poconos. Yeah, I've the never po- been to oh, the, the Pleasure Dome. Been the pleasure you dome. haven't. You that haven't met Seamus until you've gone to a strip club. With I've you. heard. I don't know Seamus then. I I've known Seamus for no, you a don't. long time. I'm I in my element. That's why I was so disappointing. Disappointed that all those guys brought their girlfriends up the mountains. Like we couldn't have snuck away to the goddamn place. We could have done. Ah man, we were so close. Why wouldn't you bring the girlfriends? Uh, well, because some of them are weird, so they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm pretty sure the girls planned... Oh, you're talking about the strip club? Never yeah, mind. To the strip. <laughs> I was going to say, they planned the mountain trip, so like yeah. they had to go. No, I, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, in a different universe, just it would have just been us. Yeah. But uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, from, from Reese Hoskins to Lauren Phillips, that's how quickly we <laughs> go off the rails. A, you guys taking a Philly sports trip to... I, dude, I would <laughs> love to. I would love to get a porn star on the show, like, like a guest or like the host, with like us. a guest. Oh, okay, I, was gonna I say. mean, we're we, the host. Yeah, we do what uh, Adam Twenty Two and Lena the Plug do after, after and just fucking run a train on her. That's after. so weird to me because I like knew Adam Twenty Two like as a music guy, and now he does that. And it's like, oh god. Yeah, do you guys know about that? No. Yeah. Him, so he, he married us. or was dating Lena the Plug. No, they're married now. Married. Lena the what? Lena the plug. She's like She's a, a porn star. Yeah. Lena the plumber. And plug. the plug. P L U G. Never heard of her. But should so I put it in my notes? I didn't hear of her until I saw She's this shit. It was, oh, so I was just cracking up. So basically, they do a podcast together where they interview other porn stars. Okay. And then they and then make a sex the, tape at the once end. The porn, Guys, once I the podcast is over, they just fuck. I think I'm in the wrong <laughs> podcasting <laughs> subgenre. Get 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 to be an intern. Talking two and five after dark. I got a job. Like a low level, entry level employee at like Pornhub or Browsers. You'd be a fucking I would fluffer. Work, I, no, you would I, totally be a fluffer. Oh, yeah. Seamus <laughs> would climb the fuck out of that corporate ladder. I, I would climb the ladder. Like, and my brother. Who, you would be a fluffer. 
My brother you know would be like, yo, bro, I, I climbed the ladder at this, you know, respected company. Well, I climbed the ladder at Pornhub, bitch. Do you know what a fluffer is? What's a fluffer? You, it's the guy that keeps the uh, guy hard. Uh, I'm <laughs> right at that. <laughs> Listen, you have to start somewhere. Jesus you have to Jesus start Christ. somewhere. Eye contact not required. Like, it's not required. Dude, I would do nasty it helps some it, helps. it depends on the contract. It, helps. it depends on the porn star. I feel like some of them are like, no, you have to look me in the yeah. eyes. I would do disgusting <laughs> things to Howard Eskin if, if that got my foot in the door over there. So, I mean, like, like getting well, my foot you in the door. first. Howard. You have to get murdered offered. by him. Like, What's that? Haven't you been offered like producer not, stuff? Yeah, but like not like realistically. Oh, just okay. like oh yeah, but you're, you it, just set a foot in the door. That is a foot. That's in a the foot door. in the door. But that's I'm a saying, foot in his whole ass. No, but I'm saying like a legitimate like you're going to be all, like hosting the morning show now. Oh well, you know what I mean. I like mean, yeah, you got to give a little more than. Over that's the what I'm saying. Like I, I would do that for that. What makes you think Joe I wouldn't camera, do that? Definitely. I mean, we, when you're saying beat the hammer. Oh, yeah. He, he beats his hammer. He beats he beats somebody's he, hammer. Dude, did you hear the story he told about, like, he accidentally, like, bit his girlfriend while they were sleeping? <laughs> like, he bit his girlfriend's <laughs> back. What we're not going to do is regurgitate. No, 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 we are. Philadelphia radio. Five, 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 no, well, Joe DeCamera, like, went on this tangent, like, a couple months ago saying, like, yeah, something Great. weird to me happened over the weekend. I didn't, like, I wasn't awake for it. But I bit my girlfriend in her back while we were sleeping in bed together, and she woke up, like, bleeding. And, like, apparently she, Yo, she, she was like, hey, you bit me in my back. So, yeah. Sick. I guess it was a <laughs> slow time in sports. But Okay. Uh, uh, you want to talk about something stupid with... Well, I don't want to. This China transitions away from the Phillies. China? Not the, we're way Did off you just say Phillies, China Jane. transitions? No, this, this kind of. Oh. Anyway, We're you're talking about you're talking about WIP earlier today. Speaking of Joe Giglio as well, Giglio. Apparently, he said he would trade Giglio. Joel Embiid for Kawhi Leonard. I mean, listen, Joel Embiid for Kawhi what? Leonard doesn't even make any sense. Kawhi Leonard is like Joel Embiid if he were ten times more injury prone. Yeah, that's true. He also, just doesn't play. But he's won something. Yeah, so. he's beat us. Yeah, but his best years are behind. I mean, Joel's best years could also be behind him. Maybe no, this no, no, year no. was his best. What makes you say that? Well, he won an MVP, yeah. so he's not going to try anymore. Yeah. He's done. He's cooked. Kawhi is older, more injury prone, plays less games. Yeah, but he's gotten more experience in the game. And for yeah, but that, that doesn't reason, matter no, when you're does. on the bench. Listen, dude, Miguel Cabrera could be available advocate. at the trade deadline, <laughs> hitting 102. Yeah, but he has experience. So, you know, I would do uh, Embiid, Maxi for Kawhi. But also, you saw what you're Nick Nurse did with Kawhi. Derek Jones Jr. is declining his $3.3 $3 million <laughs> player option. Was that even... Carol guy. Carol guy. Big Carol guy. I don't know. I would rather die than have Kawhi Leonard on the Sixers right now. What about now. Derek Jones Jr.? I saw him play in person against yeah, the so did a couple I. times. Yeah, yeah. Good player. Yeah. Very short shorts in high school. <laughs> that's what I remember. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's they were. What you remember. Well, I mean, dude, they were ridiculously, obnoxiously short to the point where people were bullying him. And now he's in the NBA, declining millions of dollars. But uh, anyway, uh, let's get back real quick. Because uh, I do want to get your take on Rob Thompson, Vince. Do you think that there's any truth to the possibility an analytics department is giving him, um, like telling him what to do with regards to the bullpen? Or do you think it's just incompetence on Rob's, on Rob's part? Because it's one or the other. You don't think it can be a little bit of both? Like there, there, I guess. There could be an, just an over-reliance on analytics. Like you don't. I don't know. I think that's been one of the things because that's last weird night was in inexcusable. Like you're in, yeah. you're in one of the most important series of the entire season so far, coming off a nice West Coast trip. It's very clear that he looks at analytics too much, and analytics are a good thing when used appropriately. But People like, always forget uh, Rob Thompson's a Girardi guy. Like he comes from that Yankees organization, that Yankee way of doing things with analytics and stuff like that. So it's like it's not shocking to me that he relies heavily on analytics. It's just. Like, it's hurting them this year. And we've seen it time and time again so far in the first half. It hasn't been a great a great first half for Rob Thompson, managing-wise. Yeah. It just really hasn't. And it's something that, I mean, these games are going to come back and bite them in the ass. Atlanta is now nine games ahead of them in the standings. You had a chance. I, I didn't think they were going to sweep. I did say they could take two out of three just because they've been so hot lately. I mean, but, with... With uh, Nick Nurse now coming to Philly, it, Rob Thompson's got to be what the most uninspiring of the managers or coaches in Philly. He got like, them to a World Series though. That's no, the other I, thing. I I I'd like to see what he's like when the cameras aren't rolling because he just doesn't seem like he 
is uh, he must have, but he doesn't seem like he's very, or maybe they just hated Joe Girardi that much. He doesn't seem like he's like that inspiring. He's like, not he's fiery. Just, like, he's, he's just there, passionate. right? Yeah. Like, like compare him to now Nick Nurse, who was fiery as fuck, right. and Nick Sirianni, who you know you might like ha- think he has weird ways about him. No, he's very passionate. He's very he's passionate, very fiery. You can tell he gets his guys fired up. Uh, the Flyers, you know who the fuck knows? I mean, really no, well, Tortorella is like the <laughs> arguably the most fiery right. coach ever. So like, Rob Thompson's kind of like a sore thumb sticking out among coaches and managers with regards Philly. to like personality. Yeah. Well, I think he actually He's does like a have, literal stick in the mud. I think he actually does have a good personality and he's got a dry sense of humor and stuff like that. But as far as like, you know, getting jacked up and stuff and like I don't, I don't know. I mean, I we don't know what he's like when he's drunk though. And all he does is get drunk with his, with the with the guys. Yeah, so. so I yeah, that's true. He could just turn into a complete and total party animal and like fire everybody up when he's drunk. If that's the case, then he's the best <laughs> coach we've ever had in this city. We've ever had. But um yeah, I don't know. I'm like, is that an issue? I don't know. Like, well, considering a deep state runs our government, I wouldn't be surprised if. Well, they, do you think Topper's analytics. part of the deep state? No, no, no. The deep analytics. Oh, run the deep analytics the run the Phillies. Yeah, that yeah, actually yeah. makes so much sense. Yeah, it's probably Bobby Clark and the guys that are on the Flyers. Oh God, Paul the Holmgren too. is actually pulling <laughs> the strings at CBP. Can you imagine that? Like, Comcast secretly owns the entire sports complex. Rob Thompson's like, uh, I want to put uh, Alvarado in. Let me call uh, Paul Holmgren <laughs> and Bobby Clark real quick. See what they have to say about it, dude. I, I just want to like, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, Seamus, because you're gonna say, oh, I'm undervaluing baseball, but like, we're really in like the worst time for sports of the year. Like, everything is done, but. But baseball. I mean, baseball is fun. Not, baseball is fun, yes. But I like baseball, and I like other things. And it just sucks that, like, uh, it, the what, next sport we got is, what, college football, which well, doesn't come till y- y- August? You see, what happens is the seasons for the other sports end, yeah. and the baseball season is continuing on. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that this... It r- happens for every years. year. This, <laughs> like, this, this stretch every this stretch from the NBA Finals to college football, when all you have is baseball, gets a little rough. Yeah, but then at the same time... When baseball is over, you start to get that itch too. Eventually, for baseball, absolutely. Like, oh, I'm sick of hockey, football, and basketball. I can't wait for spring training. Personally, for me, I just think it's less things to bet on. Baseball being the only sport is a little harder for me because I like football and basketball more. I yeah. think it's also just the anticipation of the Eagles this year. Yeah, so, like well, I'm also is. very excited for college football. Well, coming I off the Super Bowl football. loss, are we that? Yeah. Inspired? Are we gonna? Are we gonna? basically get back are we gonna i mean i dude looking at that schedule hurts my eyes i mean this is the most excited for a football season i've been in a long time that's what Uh, i'm I'm saying i think that's that's what's making it like worse is that weird that i'm not like that excited about it because i look at the schedule and i'm like they're overmatched pretty much the entire season i I think you're wrong yeah i I think they belong up in that echelon of teams like there's probably some of those teams you're thinking that we're looking at our uh schedule and seeing and like being worried like they're also probably looking at the schedule seeing the eagles and like being like oh that's not an easy game yeah that's true i mean i'm excited up there i'm excited for jalen hurts next step step forward here's also how i see it so the chiefs obviously were one of the best teams in football last year yeah as well and they had a tough schedule and they were still they still the same record as us yeah and then we went toe-to-toe with them like in the super bowl so i mean and they gave away some games that they should have had easily last year oh yeah city so i mean they should have been much but i mean like but i i I see us having a very similar trajectory to last year all right I mean, I think it's like kind of without a doubt. I'm gonna say we win the division at least. I I, I think it's like we're almost damn near a lock. So you're not on the Daniel Jones is him train? <laughs> no, I am. I think we're at least damn near a lock to appear in the NFC Championship. That's how confident and I get count, and get and get beat by Javon Hargrave. No, because oh, it'll be different this man. year. The NFL is they'll have four quarterbacks. Dude, Yo, that, wouldn't that it's suck, a, Dick? It's Javon a weird Hargrave advances. It's a weird league. Like I feel like it's kind of wide open, especially in the NFC. Like. I mean, I don't fear any of the teams in our division. Like, the Cow- Cowboys are always going to give us problems, but I don't think they are on our level. And then in the north, like, I guess the Lions are kind of emerging, but, like, well, I, th- uh, I don't think they're let's, there. Let's talk about the Cowboys real quick. Is this not Dak Prescott's, like, Prove most here. important season he's in his entire career? I mean, he's coming off leading the league in interceptions That's after what I'm missing, saying. like, five games. Well, or he was at least, like, top two, I well, forget. Dude, he was absolutely horrible last year. Him and Josh I, Allen. I, it's going to be interesting to see what he does this year. And Josh Allen, too. Like, these quarterbacks that you're kind of like, 
what the fuck are they doing? Like Dak, I've never been like a fan of. Like I don't think he's great. I don't think he's that good. But yeah. people, obviously, I think he's perfectly fine, like average. But people overvalue Dak Prescott. There's mm-hmm. no doubt. Well, I mean that offense. Yeah, it's like th- it was very well run by Kellen Moore, and then they fired him. So. Yeah. I, I think there's like three That's categories true. of quarterback you can break it down to, and it's quarterbacks that actively hurt you, quarterbacks that you can win with if there's a good team around them, Dak. and quarterbacks who can kind of elevate the rest of the team. Dak falls into that middle category, and I think Jalen falls. I think Jalen falls into the he can top. Elevate I think he can elevate people. Yeah, I think so too. Bottom category but is just bad quarterback. I mean, let's like not Sam Ellinger. Let's not act like that. Jalen Hurts wasn't given the ideal roster to work with. Absolutely, and that, that is not like th- people always say. Like, oh yeah, well, you know, qu- this guy needed all these weapons. What quarterback doesn't need weapons to succeed? I mean, there's you know never I mean? been a quarterback to win without. That's what good I'm saying. Weapons. Like, that's what Donovan McNabb never had was like. A roster like this. Well, yeah, T.O. No, I know, but, but that no, was one I guy for one year. Each other. No, I know. And I that know. was, people always forget that was for what, one, one and a half seasons or just one, I think season. one season? So it's like, yeah, I mean, Jalen. One fantastic season. But, but I don't think Jalen should get, like, criticized because he has a good roster. You know what the I mean? Po- people only do that when it's to minimize another team because the whole point of football is to build a team to win a championship. Yeah. Why the fuck would you just build a team that isn't that good, put your star quarterback out there and be like, all right, well, go win? Uh, I'll tell you what. One guy that I'm really excited about this year on the Eagles uh, offensively is Devontae Smith. Like, dude, that guy just – I mean, if he continues to get better and better every season, you're looking at having two number one guys, which I think arguably – with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, they are both number ones. Yeah. I don't think Devontae's there yet, but I think it, that this year he could absolutely get there. Like, he's one of the most exciting athletes in our city. I, right I truly think that if he was on a team where his role was more bigger, he would uh, be he a would one. Be, he would be a good, he would be a solid one. Yeah, I agree with that. I just think that A.J. Brown takes away a little bit, and that's, you know, they complement each other perfectly fine. They do things that the other one doesn't do as well. I know, Jake, like, you're a big Devontae guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, he is. He was a true just science experiment coming into the NFL. They haven't seen a guy at, at his height and weight ratio. And yeah. You heard everybody. Oh, he's too small. Like, oh, yeah, he's too slight. Mm-hmm. How many times do you see the guy get absolutely clobbered? And just get off right, right back, back up. I mean, like, because you know he's hurt. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. He, he just You're he has that, that mentality of never let him see you hurt. Yeah. He's like, awesome. he hops up every time. It's a, it's the benefit of doing what people badger the Eagles to do forever and that's just draft SEC guys because like it's the closest brand of football that you're getting to the NFL before yep. the NFL. It's so it's not the NFL, don't take that the wrong way, but it's the closest thing. So if you're if you had to put like gun to your head, not literally, don't worry. No, I literally gun right. to my head. We literally have a guns. gun to Vince's head. I have a picture of that. But for all three of you, if you had to give me an answer right now Top five most exciting athletes in the city, all sports across the board. Do you have an answer right away? I mean, it I could be. It could be three of them, and it does not have to be young players. It can be veterans. It can be veteran guys. I too. mean, I think Jalen's number one. Yeah. Um, I, I would probably go Bryce number two, and then I guess just for the sake of having your three stars, like Joel is. I think Joel is a very distant three behind those two. I'm just but not that excited. About I'm him. surprised you. <laughs> yeah, you just know, I mean, it's, you know what you're going to get in the regular season. I'm surprised you put Joel that even. In top five exciting players. I, yeah, I guess you're right. I know if he's he was great. on my list, he'd probably be four or five. Yeah. I, you know what? I guess you're making a good point. You're not saying the best. You're saying the most exciting. So most yeah, exciting. I, I probably am, I'm going to take Joel off oh, there. That's a good one. Low key, Bryson. Stott. That is a good like, one. Because he just gets me hyped. Like, dude, like that, watching that dude taking it back. That's a great like, answer. <laughs> not <laughs> enough people are talking about the jump he's taking. Dude, like, yeah. Oh, I know. It's insane. Insane. Even, I mean, even, I did like, predict from the beginning of last season to the end of last season. Oh, yeah. I mean, after after when he got sent down to Triple A last year. Yeah. He came back a different player. had non stop people saying, like, oh, you had no idea where it's not right but, you've, um, you've but Vince receipts go, exactly would going it, back to your list though you would have Jalen one Harper two uh, yeah I'm, uh, and B three no since it's exciting I am going to take Joel off it's not best it's most exciting most exciting would it be wrong for me to have someone on my list either three four or five Tobias, Hassan Reddick I think no, that I would no, put I, think him. I think that's a good answer. I think I would put him on there just because I mean his work against Alex Leatherwood was yeah. hilarious. Dude, he, that's that's a solid He answer. is a game wrecker and it's so much fun to watch. Like when you're watching defense to kind of just uh, key in on him, like he's just such a fucking beast. Um after that I I mean, yeah, Bryson Stott might be up there. Now Andre let, Blake. Yes, Andre Blake <laughs> has to be on there. I mean, he is amazing. Can't believe people, you didn't list a single If people union cared about the union, they, he would be there. He wouldn't be in my top five. He's but still like outside of the top six. I will say this, Vince. You say Jalen over Harper, and I think a lot of people would agree. 
But is there a specific reason why you put Hurts over Harper? I mean, considering I, they both I, did the exact I, same things for their respective teams. Yeah, I get it. I think it. I think it just actually isn't even Harper's fault. I think it's the sports they play. Okay. I think it's easier to be more exciting of a football player than it is baseball player, especially at a quarterback, because you are yes, the man. Especially as a quarterback. So yeah. I don't even think it's Bryce's fault. Like I think they're kind of on an even playing field as players in their respective sports. But being a quarterback gives you a little bit of a slight edge to and, pretty much anything. And I would else. even argue one A one B. Harper hurts are interchangeable yeah. because they're both guys that like they have the intangibles too. Like they get Philly, they get it. Like they yeah. understand us. They're hard workers. I mean, listen, they hate losing. They're one A one B because I don't know if there was a moment. Listen, the Eagles season as it was amazing. Well, Harper, you, know, you we, could you could you could wait, say to oh, go sorry. against him is the injuries. So you know about, what I mean, how about Tyrese Maxey? Tyrus Maxey, dude, Maxey's. I think he, top five. he would be it. my number five. Probably. Over so Blake, fast. though, I don't know. He's just like so fucking. He's incredible to watch. He's dude, I mean, he like when he's fucking on. That's another. And he's guy. hitting every three and he's sprinting like fucking very, full speed up and down the. The court. very yeah. nature of his play is, yeah. is, is excitement. Exactly, yeah. he might be number one just yeah, <laughs> just based <laughs> off of that. Like you know what I mean? Because you think you watch Tyrese Maxey play and you're automatically intrigued. And but, the entire time he's got a giant fucking smile on yes. his face. He like does it like he just makes you feel like. I, that's why, like, He's I can't. Amazing. I can't wait to see him take another step. Hopefully, and like, I can only imagine being on the like opposing side against him. Like, for let's just say, like, next year he goes off on a, on a game and he has like forty points, and you're just looking over and he's just smiling. Is he like not, and like not even like a devious smile, yeah. like just genuinely happy to be there? Smile. Is he not that Philadelphia's, Philadelphia's like baby? Yeah, yeah like, people say like, enjoy. oh, Reese is like Philly's baby. No, Tyrese I would Maxie argue Maxi like Maxi's number one that. Sixers boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> I even hate that. I even hate that. The way I hate that. Just Number because one of Sixers boy. Just because of the Reese Hoskins call. But that's actually a good list. I would go Harper one, not surprisingly, because I'm yeah. more of a I, baseball guy. I mean to back that up, like I think the most exciting sports moment we've had in the last couple of years as far as like the swing of his life. Is the hit, yeah, the swing Bedlam of his at life. the bank. Hundred oh, yeah. percent. That was un that was unreal. Dude, I would argue that entire run. Yeah. I mean that I mean, that was the most fun I've had with Philly sports in a long that time. That run I feel no, like no cultivated doubt. is 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 most encapsulated by that particular moment. Just our best player in his best play of his career sending us to the World Series. And I agree, but I think that kind of takes away a little bit from the Eagles. But honestly, I didn't get as excited about the Eagles run last year because I feel like with the Phillies, it's like you're playing series was after series well, yeah, yeah, after thing. series. It, also, you, it was fully expected with the Eagles. Yes. Like everybody was like, no, we're exactly. going to the with Super Bowl. The, the Phillies, it was like, we're not making the playoffs. They were also, I know. They were on the, <laughs> That's the thing. It was were, more exciting. They were as far separated on the spectrum as you can possibly be. No, they were. Because you were talking about a one seed and a wild card team that That made it by one third wild card. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, as far different as it can be. So, yeah, the... and the Eagles also kind of dominated in the playoffs. I mean, they mm-hmm. beat the shit out of the Giants. And they got that bye, they too. They beat the so fucking like... shit out of the 49ers. And then, yeah. you know, the Super Bowl happened. But, like, the Phillies were more like, you know, like, the, car- the Cardinals like series was crazy. Story, yeah, the, the yeah we thought we were losing crazy. that first game. And then all of a sudden, we fucking win 6-2. Like. And, <laughs> that's, and that's when it started. That car- Dude, I think about the Cardinals game all the time. Yeah. Like, uh, all yeah, the time. That was crazy. And then the next night, Harper the goes hit. out there and, and gets a bomb. Hits a, yeah. Gene's last career hit, Gene. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. He did nothing the rest of the series. <laughs> no, and and he's hitting 190 on the I.L. in Miami right now on a really good team. I forgot up until last season how stressful playoff baseball is. Dude. Yeah. Like, I know. You, you take 11 years off. Just wait until we have a pitch clock this year. Every day. Oh, my God. Like, oh, it's going to be ass. Dude, every pitch. <laughs> your, dude, every just pitch matters. Just add three to five seconds. Dude, oh, my God. If watching Craig Kimbrell in the playoffs with a fucking pitch clock is going to give me a heart attack. He Dude, just doesn't care. Well, I mean, it's no. just like, like watching him in a normal game. I'm sitting there anxious as fuck like, that throw the, the clock's going to throw, throw the ball, throw the ball. He literally like throws it at point one seconds. <laughs> like, like Yo, so that's what he starts Pat, his leg We watch Noah Syndergaard start a fucking World <laughs> Series game. Yeah. We'll be all right. You we know. also watched him start a uh, DS game. <laughs> we went to we went to do it. I watched Bailey Falter start a fucking NLCS game. Like, dude, what the fuck was happening? Oh, I would go back there. I would take Bailey Falter in an NLCS game though, just to get back. Hey, McAble's on the dish tonight. Yeah, he's pitching tonight against the the Roto the, World the Pornhubs or something. Yeah. <laughs> the Bay Sox. Was it the Red Sox Triple A affiliate? Yeah, double, the double A. Yeah, I got the yeah, app. Yeah, because why use a McAble in Triple A? I got I got <laughs> I got the app, bro. Although you but, don't, it's it's not unheard of to have a pitcher go from Double A to the majors. No, it's not. But you know, and he would be that guy. And people are always like getting back to the Goldschmidt thing real quick. It's like. Oh yeah, Mick Abel and uh, Griff McGarrett. Guy's name's Griff. 
Mick uh, Griff McGarry. We said this on Talking to Five. Both phenomenal baseball names. Yeah, you know, oh, great yeah. baseball names. Able. But do people Griff. understand that they're projected to be mid-rotation pieces? McGarry. They're not expected to be phenoms. And then even the guys that were phenoms. Andrew like, Painter is. We're talking about Spencer Howard. Bum. Yeah. We're talking about Sixto Sanchez. Looks phenomenal. Hasn't pitched in three years in any he's level. He's hurt again. In any level he's of hurt baseball. again. Yeah, and he's added, you see, he's added like 60 pounds. The boy looks huge. Oh, yeah, he looks like shit. He was a twig when he left. Yeah. 60 he's, pounds? He's, he added like 60. What's he just trying to be fucking CC oh, now? Oh, he's, he's a big boy. <laughs> oh, how I mean, about I this? Can't, can't help the shoulder. Tell you that. How about this, Jake? Our Reading fighting Phils are up 4 nothing over Portland. And that game is in the, <laughs> the middle, middle of the third inning. Mick Abel has allowed one hit. Oh, man. Bring him up. <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I'm I telling see, you. I, like, I really don't see why not. Why do we also still employ Bailey Falter in the minor leagues? Because I, I, I he is getting fucking ripped yeah, <laughs> every yeah. start no matter what. Yeah, that's like, kind of uh, concerning. You know who's not getting ripped every start? For Speaking of the double-A rating fight and fills, this Carlos De La Cruz guy. The seven footer that you saw in spring mm-hmm. training, yeah, sitting two ninety two on the year, eight seventy OPS. Yeah, call him the fuck up. You and well, I were talking and, about and, it and play him where? Yeah, and we were like, ah, oh, I didn't even know this guy existed. He's like fucking seven feet tall. Well, Why I don't we give I him a shot? Well, the Sixers disaster. Yeah, was was going yeah, yeah that's like, what it was. He yeah, played yeah. power forward. I was yeah, like, yeah. I literally was like, wait, can he like? Can we play for the Sixers? Yeah, <laughs> seriously, dude. I mean, it's just this guy, De La Cruz. I really like. We already have a TLC. I'll take a DLC. But I know St. Louis is having all sorts of issues. Like with pitching, with hitting, with with everything, with baseball. That's a guy, twenty <laughs> three year old Carlos De La Cruz. I would one hundred percent package him in a deal for Goldie right now, just because the Phillies are going for it. But also, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, but he might be related to Ellie, and then at that point, you know, there are so many De La Cruzes in Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah. The Marlins yeah. left fielder's name is Brian De La Cruz. The guy on the Reds is incredible. Ellie De La Ellie, Cruz. Yeah. That was, a f- by the way, I picked him up in fantasy when Good everyone else, you. everyone else was afraid to get him. Good for you. Everyone why? was afraid. Why would you be afraid to get him? Because you, the number knows? one prospect in baseball. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, who knows how it's going to translate? You yeah, know, George is shit. Jordan Walker. If he's struggled. not good, drop him. Look, <laughs> De La Cruz. Uh, Marshan, our catching prospect, Derek yeah. Hall. These are all guys I have no problem. Oh, you, get you get training. Yeah. Marshan's well, got, there's a log jam. He's not going to be brought up anytime soon. Yeah. Same thing with Logan O'Hoppy. I mean, well, you can go ahead. Let's look at the Lehigh Valley uh, roster real quick. Jake Cave, who's absolutely needs to be up. tearing it up. 391. <laughs> just Yeah, but you know what's going to happen as soon as he comes up. Dude, he's, he's got, just going to strike out everybody. He's got a 1230 <laughs> OPS. Yeah, he's still, All right. That's fucking insane. That's got to be so infuriating for him to be in like, what do I need to do? And Ellis, uh, although is, I would take him over Josh Harrison. You watch Josh Harrison just yeah. butchering it out there at the plate and I would, yeah. out in the field. Yeah. Jake Cave's. I would take Jake Cave strictly ball. because of his fielding at this point. How like, about that Simone Muziotti? Hitting 363 down there. Yeah, he's been tearing the fucking cover off the ball, too. I mean, he? dude, 900 OPS. But he's another one. It's like he, every time he comes up, he just fucking sucks. Like, Has he <laughs> ever been up? Well, yeah. you know you know oh, what people shit. are Yeah, last say. year. Yeah, they, they brought him up. I think he was a September call. He came up like okay. once or twice last year, I think. But he you came know up people, once early in the summer because they had... People are gonna yeah. people are gonna well, start getting sample, sick. <laughs> people are gonna start getting sick of uh, Josh the whole Josh Harrison. Get, no, I've been sick of it since the beginning. <laughs> All right. Well, I do have a solution. He's for a you. Walmart coach. Good old Scotty Jetpack hitting two seventy one. He's hitting two seventy one down there, batting eighth for the Iron Pigs. I mean, how much worse can Just he be? Just DFA. He Josh will Harris. not be worse than Josh Harrison. You, you bring him up to hit lefties, he's hitting worse against lefties than he is righties. Oh, by and the way, Nick Nelson has reversed. Nick splits. Nelson on the bump for the, for the Pigs tonight, sporting a 2-4-5 ERA down there. Oh. There you know. <laughs> Rather see him <laughs> than Dylan I Kobe. I talked to somebody yesterday that's like, yeah, I'm related to him. I'm like, really? No, cool. Does he also have a punchable face? <laughs> I don't know. Does because he also Nick smoke Nelson, Newports? Nick Nelson has the most punchable face. He's the definition of hate the face, <laughs> in my opinion. You, this is like... Probably hard, gets laid this is more like than a hard either. transition, but you guys, I think you said something about the Sixers mess like a couple minutes ago, and I was thinking ever since then. Uh, there was a trade today uh, that sent Kristaps Porzingis mm-hmm. to Boston. And love it, bro. That's a great trade for Boston. No, yeah. I love it because he's just it? gonna get hurt. Yeah, he's probably. I, he's been, <laughs> right. He had a good. He's been good. Yeah, with no pressure. So on a shitty get, team. You think he's going to get hurt? But he's going to be a bench piece. He gets hurt fucking all the time. I mean, mental, he's not gonna be mental a bench piece. pressure. No, not that no this way. would intrigue. He's, he's the number three. Piece. Hold on. Not, number that, three, not that this would intrigue the listening up, audience. Hold on. All they gave up was Malcolm Brogdon. But the Phillies are starting yeah, at 7-15. Malcolm, Malcolm Brogdon piece. is yeah. better than 
than Kristaps Porzingis. I think Kristaps Porzingis off the bench is. He's not gonna. He's gonna he's start gonna for them. Uh, who's he replacing in the starting? Al lineup? Horford. Um, okay, fair. <laughs> like, that's just, that's a no brainer. I still think that's Boston is still a way better team than the Sixers. Oh, oh well, yeah, that's Miles. just the team. And I think that already. I think Kristaps is. I, I think a good addition. I mean, I just I'm I'm happy because he's gonna get hurt. Like we all I know mean, it. You I'm happy Montrezl Harrell denied his player. <laughs> that, that was that was one of the like, dumbest wow, moves shocking. he could have done. Thank, oh yeah, thank God. But I mean, I guess he wants to go somewhere and play. I don't blame the guy, but also like. Uh, by the, the way, but the my man crush. Is, all right, was Montrezl Harrell? Yeah, okay. Is Dario Sharage still out there? <laughs> no, yeah, he's, on the, the he's on the Thunder. Sensation. He's on the Thunder. Is it, did Furkan request a trade yet, or is he not under contract? He's requested a trade like he every year for the last five but years. Guys, yeah, I'm, I'm getting good to be wasted. I'm more him. and more getting the feeling that the Sixers are just going to run it back essentially, and like that sucks. I that think they're really, going to. I think Maury's really trading sucks. Tobias Harris tomorrow. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't believe that. Uh, and I think I honestly wouldn't be surprised if you. But and I don't want to do it because he's my baby and your baby, but. I wouldn't be surprised if Maxi gets dealt either, just because I who? think the hard yeah, thing with that. I don't think Daryl Morey has any like love for him. Like, you know what I mean? Like Daryl Morey is an idiot. Who are you getting at this point? I don't know. And the hard thing with Maxi, if you I trade no Maxi, then you have zero backup plan. Yeah, for I know. I, I'm just saying. Sucks. I I hope yeah. he doesn't Yo, do can, that. Can we, but I could see Morey trying to get too cute with can it. Can we talk about doing one of the biggest like mistakes the Sixers have made? In the re- in recent years, that drafting like, I would, Joel no, Embiid, no, I would say it's one of the more underrated things <laughs> that no one talks about. Maybe because it didn't happen that long ago. The biggest fucking mistake that we've made was trading for James Harden instead of Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, I don't know. No. It was yeah. the, it was the better Absolutely. trade at the time, man. It was the, yeah, but I'm saying with the hindsight, I guess. But you can't really do that. No, like, I, I, I am still doing disagree. it right now. I, I honestly don't think Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton is way better than I, James Harden. I don't no. think that. Yes, as a playmaker, no. Do you really believe that Tyrese Halliburton, the acquisition of, of Halliburton, would have advanced the Sixers into the third round of the playoffs yes. to the Eastern Conference Finals with Joel Embiid still playing like a miserable piece of shit? Well, uh, no. You know what I mean? So, like, I understand your point, but... Tyrese Halliburton isn't that much worse of a playmaker than James Harden. I think, oh, let me, before you cut in, I think James Harden is one of the most overrated playmakers in the NBA because he has high assist numbers, but just watch the fucking offense when he handles the ball. He just stands there, dribbles the air out of the ball, and then dishes it off to the corner for someone to maybe hit a three, maybe not. I, I think he's a very overrated playmaker. He has good passes here and there. I'm not going to say he doesn't, but he... He stagnates an offense because he's so slow. He won't move off ball, and he just fucking dribbles in ISO until the shot clock runs out. Yeah, I got bad news for you, Vince. Also, he's coming back. I There's also no think that that's not necessarily his fault. I think it's also the fault I, of the coach who's all, not drawing it's, up it's any all, plays. It's all James Harden has. Yeah, done but you, if you if you don't have an offense at all, like Doc didn't have an offense, he would just he didn't run offensive plays. He would me, just be like, all right, figure it out. But can you point me to a time that's in a his good career? Point. point me to a time in his career, aside from Oklahoma City, where James Harden was a was moving off the ball. It's never happened. He's yeah, not, it's, it's not what he does. Okay, that's fine. But I still think you're but undervaluing the the difference that James yeah. Harden has made on this team. I don't I don't like everybody's three shooting not, numbers is gone. I, gone I, I you don't like, by the way, you do not advance out of that first round if James Harden isn't here. Not even close. In the first, uh, the first you also, the first you also round probably get swept? you also the, probably get gentleman swept. Do you know how great he was in that in that first round of the playoffs? Yeah, he was very good. Harden was great. James was, Harden played. There like, was no Joel Embiid. James Harden played like dog shit in game four. The, there was no Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid missed game four, and James Harden played horrible. Well, I and mean, then but James Harden also went off in that series. first round. He was the MVP of that first round. Can you no, imagine Tyrese yeah, Maxey and Michael Bridges on the same team? Cool. See, that'd be sick. I think cool. a backcourt really of cool. Tyrese Halliburton and Tyrese Maxey would be a very no. fucking good. That would be worse defensively than it would be with Harden. I think Tyrese Halliburton is a better defender than James Harden. Bro, he's a twig. He's basically James. James Harden doesn't try. True. Yeah, but at least he'll put a body on someone. And he's actually got mass to him. Halliburton can just get fucking pushed I over. Think and fucking are, right I think you're forgetting. I think you're undervaluing the great phenomenal season and aging James Harden had last year. Yeah, it was very good. It, Bouncing back I'm from surprised. an injury. I think that when push comes to shove in the playoffs, Tyrese Halliburton would be better than James Harden. We don't know that, but it's possible. I implore everyone listening to this to go back and watch Boston Game 7 and Miami Game 6 and just watch James Harden in those games. Watch Joel Embiid while you're at it, Hold too. So sure, but I'm saying, you listen, you can't get rid of Joel Embiid. It's not possible. You can trade him. But no, it, you're not. What? Let me ask you a question. Look at the differences between the two. You're talking about a James... Sorry, Joel Embiid, who's 29 years old, right? He just won an MVP. You could argue his best basketball is not behind him. He's in his prime. James Harden is done. 
Like he, he's he, done, but look at the regular season on, he gave I, you. Can I finish? His best years are behind him, so I would not put them on evil even playing field. You cannot get rid of Joel Embiid when he just won the MVP. You can get rid of James Harden. I sure you can. So in this scenario, go back and watch those games when the Sixers needed him to play, and look at how he played. Horrible. I agree. Terrible. I agree. But he isn't also. You're taking a gamble. On you're Tyrese not there Hall- without Harden. You're taking a gamble on Tyrese Halliburton, who I think is a fine, good, very good player now. Continuing to get better, like James Harden is cooked. But we know what he is—a loser. I don't think here's, he's cooked. Here's the thing with Halley. I don't think he's a come here win now guy. Like I don't. Like I, yeah, I, he, I, he's never. Played I don't know playoffs. if he would like, make that he, big of a difference. But I like, right away. You see what happens as soon as he leaves fucking Sacramento. They fucking go on. And they become well, the one on. seed. But you're saying but that's you're like saying, saying Bryce Harper leaves. But you're saying Tyrese Halliburton so. was the <laughs> difference <laughs> from not no, advancing to the Eastern better, Conference Finals. A better player, and Tyrese Halliburton is a better player. Uh, I, I I, I, I disagree. I, I I think James Harden had an unbelievable impact on this team last year, and he had his moments during the playoffs. He ultimately disappeared like he typically does in big moments, but so did so did your uh, MVP. I, so you're so telling me know. right now you wouldn't swap out Tyrese Halliburton for James Harden? I don't think I would right now. That's, no. I think that's in fucking insane. No, I run it back that's with James. Insane. He sucks. I I understand both your sides. Like I I fully think that like, it was very impressive for what he did at his age and it his was. point in his career. And he's but in I a also different understand role, the man. frustration of seeing the same shit he every night. He is going yeah. to ISO continue to get four worse. Seconds, dish it, and then. So is your idea converting Maxi into a facilitator, like a true point guard? No, I would. I think Tyrese Halliburton is kind of that. I don't think he's better than James Harden right now. I do. As as a facilitator, I, as no, a facilitator, I think James and Harden I think that is was an huge. We, but I think you, point. I think you forget about like the success that we had with the Harden and B pick and rolls and stuff like that, and Doc Rivers just Four. completely abandoning it. Like you have to, you have to remember, you have to, you have to account for coaching too. Yeah, like, like Nick we Nurse, had a dog shit coach. So Nick Nurse team. is gonna what push James Harden to play forty minutes a game when he's gonna get hurt? No, because he's not. I think he's actually that. just gonna coach them. You also have to think about the fact that Nick Nurse was working with his starters that were young as shit in Toronto. Do you guys think thirty five? Year old James Harden is just now gonna have that light bulb go off. Like, oh, I should move off ball. Uh, I listen. No, I, he's, I, he's nobody ever said that. I'm but saying I that I think that you're gonna you see a better offense. I but I don't s- think you need Harden but to move off what ball. What does your to better offense look like when James Harden is playing ISO for 18 out of the 20? Everybody seconds? else is moving. If everybody else is moving, because that's the other thing. If you watch while he's isoing, nobody's moving. But it's impossible to build a play when one player just no. It's the not. But, but isn't I, it? No, it's not. But isn't, but isn't it's that, not at all. If you have a guy standing at the fucking three point line, why don't you have everybody cutting to the basket? Why don't you have fucking ball, up the entire defense? Ball movement. Ball movement. Because pass the because ball around. If everybody's standing on the perimeter doing nothing, no, then, I'm not saying like, do nothing, but pass the ball around. Well, if you have people cutting, you can pass the ball. And then you get more penetration straight to the basket. And then, I, bam, an easy shot right under the fucking basket. You can't just pass it to a flat-footed guy. I, you yeah, I'm get saying, guys I'm saying ball movement's great. You're not moving but like, unless, unless you're moving Half the feet. time when you're doing ball movement on the perimeter, you're just looking to throw it into Embiid. And he's not fucking moving. He's just no. walking back and forth between the top of the I fucking I think you guys key. are forgetting that this is what James Harden has done his entire career. No, but it's just a, dribble the ball until he has to chuck. Listen, the old... The, and he, what did that get he, us? How many regular season wins? Fuck regular season wins! I'm just saying. We can't make it past the second round. I don't give a fuck. That, that, I don't give a fuck. That was it, on Seamus, Joel Embiid, Seamus, who I you literally blow consistently. Too. No, first of all, I came on this podcast last two times. You said you would cry if he wins a, MVP. I said he's dude. a loser. I don't want to hear that. James Harden, you can move off. You can move off Joel Embiid. James Harden is a fucking loser, and I, now you've made me lose. What my is train Embiid? Of thought. He's also a loser, but he just won the MVP and he's younger. Harden has an MVP. Five years ago. I'm just saying, dude. What like, the fuck are you talking? What are we talking about? I don't know. James, I, I just think that you're going to be very upset because James, James Harden, Harden is coming here and he's going to be here for the next two years with gonna, a third year option he's that he's come, definitely going to. I know he's going to come back and he's going to be bad. He's going to be bad. He's not. He is. Based on what, dude? Based on the fact he's that he's be just getting older. He has. He is completely. His physicality, like his mobility, is cooked. I don't give. Oh, he gets. He doesn't get no, by anyone. They let him by and they catch him with the rim, dude. He, he can't is, make layoffs. You, you realize, like, he's like not the same James. Harden that he was five years yes, ago, but that's clearly. not. But that's not necessarily a bad thing for this team. Daryl Morey's job is to build around Harden and Embiid right now. Uh, I don't, and that's be, all I it is. I don't want to be building around a fucking thirty-five-year-old aging James Harden who, when push comes to shove, will not. What's give the other a option, fuck? dude? Tyrese Halliburton's not I, getting you to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think he would have. I, I not him, but I think it would have. I think it would have helped you all. Well, there's nobody else out there. Yeah, right, right. now there's well, no the other option. thing too. Well, right here's now the there's no move. I'm not saying don't, I'm, you have to bring James back. Harden's your best option. Here's here's another thing too. You got to. We're gonna lose in the second round again. 
who is going to listen to I would if I'm if I'm in the NBA, Joel Embiid has already admitted he doesn't like being a leader. Right. You need to go out and get somebody that's a veteran that's actually going to lead the team. James Harden, Harden James did Harden's that this year. He did that this year. He literally did that this year. In what way I think he, he the leader? How, in what way, dude? He fucking was the one getting Tobias Harris together. is more of a leader. I agree. Team. I think but Tobias Harden is was also fucking keeping this team together. Yeah, like I, you see him doing that. things for everybody. You see him fucking like actually like interacting with. I his think his impact and, like, on Tyrese Maxey is yeah, completely. Yeah, him and Maxey were like fucking this. Him and him and Melton were fucking tight yeah. as shit too. Now, I think James like, Harden gives you more than you're giving him credit for. Yeah. D- am I disappointed? I, dude, I've always called James Harden so, a playoff loser. And always. my other thing, my other always. thing too is like you're not gonna bring in a guy who's what the third, fourth year player in Tyrese Halliburton. He's not gonna give you that type of leadership that Harden because he doesn't him. have that yeah, that doesn't experience yet. And then when you get to the playoffs, you don't know what you're getting. I don't. I think you're starved for leadership on this team, though. If you oh, listen, I think you're 100 oh, yeah, starved you for leadership. Yeah, if, you dude. Are. If, if PJ Tucker has to motivate your fucking MVP to that get his head out of his ass, Joel. where I is agree. the leadership, dude? But we we you also but he's said the one that should be the goddamn leader. Joel. So we but, know that. All right, so and we have him. We're stuck with him. So then we should. You look need for to bring in somebody that's gonna be a leader. <laughs> like, and a, which and I don't know. I would also like that leader to also be a good player. I think Harden is a great player right he's now. He's not great. He's okay. He's good. He's fine. I mean, dude, like I said. James dude, Harden will give you 22 points a game, 10 rebounds a game in the regular season, and then ultimately disappear. But, I mean, dude. So, what's the point? Wh- what is the option? James. What is the other option besides Tyrese Halliburton? There, is there any option? I personally, I'm not saying, I'm saying that they're going to bring him back this year, and I'm going to hate it, but it's all they can do. It's too late for them to make any moves. No one wants James I Harden. Know. I think you're being way too hard on Harden. Because it's just going to keep getting worse. How do you know he's that? He's getting older because he he's already... He's also conditioning he sh- better than he has Seamus, in the last couple years. He has years. already shown so many signs of being cooked physically. I mean, he wasn't hurt at all this season except for one time with his foot for I'm a month. I'm not talking that was about it. injuries. I'm talking How about do you gauge watching, that, then? watching him. I think he looked great this year compared to last I, year yeah, even. I, I think he looked he, way better physically this year than he did last he's season. He's constantly getting caught at the rim. He cannot blow by people. All right. I mean, but that also... That was a big part of his game. The, I mean, that was a couple playoff games and where the, he couldn't do the that. The other big part of his game, because, again, I'm going to take you back to the Rockets years, where all he did, again, was dribble the ball for 24 seconds and then hit a step-back three because the ability was there. He doesn't hit that step-back three with the same fucking way... with the same way he did. So his one cheat code weapon were, eh, fuck it, if I dribble for 23 seconds, I'll just hit this step-back. He doesn't have that anymore. Yeah, he hits the shots sometimes, but not nearly like he used to. I mean, I think it. I think, dude. I don't know, man. I, I think Harden's your best answer going forward. You see what happens he's, this year. I think he's the only answer going forward. But I still think the Sixers, ultimately. I mean, we'll see what happens when they can finally move off the Tobias contract. But if they essentially run it back this year with the same team, they're. It's. I think they actually lose before. I think they might lose in the first round. All right. No, there's too many bad teams. Well, we'll see what okay, happens. Okay, yeah, I take that back. They're going <laughs> to lose in the same spot that they. It's going to be the same shit. This team, we've seen it. And yeah, I'll throw Joel in the mix now because apparently. Fire Nick Nurse. Throw Daryl Morey in the mix <laughs> too, I read. Apparently, according to you, even though the last time I came on this podcast, I called Joel a loser. But apparently. First time ever. Because he showed us that he was a flat out loser for like the first time. I think that's fair. Uh, so we're going to have to deal with Joel Embiid and James Harden not giving a fuck when it matters again. And. That, that just is what it is. I, guess <laughs> I mean, that, dude, that's the life, I guess. That's that the is, life of a Sixers fan. It's the fan. fucking life we're stuck in. There was a couple people that called into uh, the radio today saying that they're 100% not, re- not re-upping season tickets mm-hmm. uh, if they bring James Harden back. I'm like, I'm going to watch. So there well, are that's people. Just, that's just Look at my. There, you're, yes. You're on the fucking <laughs> there are people in your camp, but I'm, I'm not there. Look, I clearly love the Sixers. They're all over my fucking water bottle. I'm going to watch the games next year. But, like, I'm not going to have the same passion and intensity. Like, I'm Well, I don't see how you could. I'm so beat. And I know I said I this. I fucking. I will, too. I eventually. said this shit last year. I'll be playing the song. I, I said this shit last year up until the playoffs, and then I got roped back in. But, like, I'm so tired. Our, that, our podcast following the loss was the definition of insanity, and that's what it is. Yeah. It's doing the same motherfucking thing I mean, that's just Philly year sports in for and you, year but out. You know, you know what would be crazy? That's, that's just Philly sports That's why like, I love we our group chat with our friends where we primarily talk sports is still called emotional terrorism. I think and that's the perfect thing. It's so it fitting because Doc Rivers hit so, the nail on the head. Thanks, Doc Rivers. There's okay. one good thing you did for us Emotional terrorism years. is exactly what the fucking feeling of being a Philly sports fan is. Real quick, before yeah, we, we go. I have a prediction for the next NBA season. The Sixers lose in the second round. I think the most valuable player is going to be a Sixer, and I think it's going to be James Harden. 
MVP of the Wait, league. Okay. Stick your hair on it. Yeah. Stick right. your hair on it. If James Harden doesn't finish top three in MVP, no, votes, no, you top said three. win. No, that's no, no, that's no, let him roll. No, I think top three is fine. <laughs> yeah, let him go. Yeah, that's also true. That's completely fair. I, I think Joel, I think James Harden is cooked. So I don't right. even fuck think it. Fuck it. Wait, fuck should it. we wait, wait, wait? Before should we make him grow his hair out or should we make him shave? Shave it. No, but he shaves his hair all the time. I don't shave it. I, I'm saying yeah, complete, you do. You're I'm pretty. Saying, I'm saying completely ball. bald. The like cue ball, cue ball. Okay, cue yes. ball. Oh, somebody keeping their word, huh? <laughs> bald. Well, that'll. that'll are you we'll sure you happens. are you sure you want to make this bet? There is I no chance James Harden bet. will finish top three. I just want to see your reaction if it does happen. Okay. So James Harden has to finish <laughs> top three do in MVP win, votes if he next year. If he isn't top three, you just gotta. Blow me pretty much and say you were right about James Harden. Fuck you, Tyrese. Well, Harden. you're not getting him WrestleMania. No, not literally <laughs> blow me, but I'll think of something. I'll think of something. If he does, I, get I will take vote no, for Trump. Seamus, I will take no pride in winning this bet because I don't even think it's a realistic possibility in this world that James Harden will be a top three MVP candidate. Well, I don't either, but we're making the bet. Uh, if, <laughs> if James Harden finishes, James just wants to realistically, <laughs> next year's MVP is what? Probably like fucking Jokic again. I I say Harden, but. You know, Yanni. that's insane. Uh, so th- we're Yanni. doing this, right? <laughs> we're, we're doing this, right? Jake, run it by me again. What is it? I know I said it, but I don't really remember what I said. James Harden has to finish top three in voting. Top three in voting. MVP of the regular season. And if he doesn't, I shave my head. Yes. If he does. Cue ball ball. If he doesn't. Vince has to blow you. Like if Vince <laughs> loses the bet. Well, I, uh, give me a week to think about he it. He has to wax his legs. And I that'll I be a topic on the show next week. I don't think James Harden's going to be an all-star, and you think he's going to be MVP. Oh, I think he's going to be MVP. Top All three. right, well, I guess stay tuned for 100%. that. Randomest I, dude, I, 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 I have faith in James Harden. Yeah, you really do. Anybody that goes to strip clubs the way he does and has that nice of a beard, he'd be fucking. All right, and on that note, we're going to end here. Thanks for listening, guys. Fire uh, topper. We'll be back <laughs> next week. Talk to you then. Let's go Peace Phils. Uh, go Birds. God damn the Phillies. Go James Harden. Yeah, let's go, James. Woo.